0: Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call the Advocates, 208 471 4444.
1: It's more of a uh, corporate entity. Uh, and it well, may be my, my inexperience in the topic. We'll get into that a little bit later on oh, as this well. Is great news. But we should play some music. We should kick things off with some Nirvana. Smells like teen spirit here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks.
0: with Nick and Big Jay.
1: Pretty big news out of Meridian yesterday. I'm sure whether you partake or not, you are familiar with Roaring Springs Water Park. are you not? The Roaring people? Springs, yes. Yeah. I've
0: been there. I mean, I, I got engaged there pretty much. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it is, uh, well, you got uh,
0: Wahoos. You, yeah. You weren't at well, the pool or anything, were you? They were known by the same company.
1: But. I, under, I understand. They share the same spot. But I mean, did you guys also go to Roaring Springs?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. For what your Lazy River. That's right. I celebrated.
1: Uh, congratulations. Then this will be a very special place in your heart because you may already know that Roaring Springs is the largest water park in the Northwest. But did you know... The Northwest? Yeah, it's true. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, Did you know, however, that over the next decade, they announced yesterday a plan to make it one of the largest water parks in
0: the United States? Well, I saw that they were expanding, but I didn't realize it was that much. Jeez.
1: Yeah, uh, they're basically going to take the next decade to have a huge 12-acre expansion project for Roaring Springs that is going to begin next month. The expansion is divided into seven phases that is set to be completed over the next 10 years. Phase one includes Camp I- Idaho, featuring seven new slides and a nearly 100 new play features that will be completed by summer of 2023. They're also bringing in Idaho's first action river that's called Class 5 Canyon. This will be a river with jet propulsion and wave action, so it's a lot different than the lazy river that Big Jay celebrated his engagement in. The third attraction is called a Critter Crossing, and it's a forest-themed activity pool. It's got, like, floating lily pads for kids to jump on, a bunch of other skilled sports. The idea is to make Roaring Springs and, to a lesser extent, Wahoos. Wahoos not expanding as much as the water park is, but the idea is to make it a destination for tourists all over the country, for them to come to one of the largest water parks in the United States, and it's going to be right where it is. It's just going to expand much, much larger. I'm guessing probably that means a bunch of that parking that's there, the extra parking, is going to go away. You know, So if you are familiar with that big old lot that's kind of usually overflow parking from time to time at the Roaring Springs and Wahoos, I I think that's going to go the way of the dodo here soon. But the flip side to that is you're going to have one of the largest water parks in the country. So that should be kind of cool. Yeah. Now, again, it's going to take a while before they do that, before it's officially complete, but you're going to have some new things popping up here, there, and everywhere. Over the course of the next couple of months, Idaho's uh, largest water park opens up for its 23rd season coming up this summer, and they are excited for it. One day after what was supposed to be the start of spring training with the reporting of pitchers and catchers, talks between Major League Baseball and the Players Union started on Thursday, and they lasted just 15 minutes before they they left for a four-day break. No date set for the main talks to resume. While there is a discussion set for today for non-core issues, there's about two weeks left to reach a new labor deal that would leave enough spring training time for the season to begin on time. The two sides seem fairly far apart, so I wouldn't count on that. We'll see what happens, but uh, baseball not helping themselves. Any excitement in the movie Elvis, Big J the One Boz, for the money,
0: two for the show. The
1: Baz Luhrmann movie released their first trailer yesterday, which stars Austin Butler as the future king of rock and roll. But probably more importantly, it looks like it's centering on the story of Colonel Tom Parker, who is played by uh, Tom Hanks in a bunch of makeup for this role. And an
0: accent, apparently. Well,
1: of course, he's got to be. He's Colonel Tom Parker from Texas, man. Can't walk around sounding like Tom Hanks, although he still kind of does. But uh it, it's supposed to be the story of the rise of Elvis Presley and I'm sure it kind of covers his entire career uh you have some Elvis blood in you you are you enjoy it very much you're a fan your mom was a fan do you yeah. have any interest in the movie
0: but uh, no you don't no, care no I you like know. Baz Luhrmann stuff I don't know it's been a while since I mean Romeo and Juliet love that movie you never saw Australia nope uh with Nicole Kidman and uh Hugh Jackman both from did,
1: Australia did not sound trying to think of what else he's done in the last well I mean he did um uh The Great Gatsby did you watch that with Leonardo DiCaprio no oh, it's based on a book who
0: am I kidding yeah Morning well, After with so Nick Reacher, but and I Big J. All those. A different kind of book
1: that <laughs> is Bush that is Machine Head here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big Jay, both of us are in our 40s, agree or disagree? Yeah, agreed. Uh, Both of us also probably play uh, a bit too many video games,
0: agree or disagree? No, I don't agree with that. Uh,
1: Well, uh, I guess that's debatable. uh, That's your problem, not mine, friend. It is one of those deals where uh, I do enjoy video gaming, but one of the things that I just really haven't bought into is the pre-ordering phenomenon, if that makes sense. Because I I find myself fairly patient, usually. Uh, I'm not super excited about a lot of things, but for the first time since I ordered a next-gen gaming system, I decided I was going to pre-order a video game because I was very, very excited about it. Uh, that would be Horizons Forbidden West, okay? Okay. Uh, it is a game for PS5. I absolutely love Horizon Zero Dawn. In fact, I am in the middle of a replay so that I can get ready for the story setting myself up again while I get ready for the the sequel that officially hit stores today. And so several months ago, I decided, you know what? I got a next-gen gaming system. It's a game I'm legitimately excited to play. It looks fantastic. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to get a PS5. Why don't I just pre-order this thing, you know? Yeah. No deals, no special, no anything. I just kind of wanted it the day that it came out. And, you know, I I don't know how difficult it is to get a hold of these things. So I figured, you know what? I'll just do it online, and I'll pre-order, and it will be delivered to my house the day that it's released. I'm very excited for it. Everybody that's done it's told me it's it's not a problem. And I, of course, I bought the disc version of my PS5 as opposed to the download, because before, when I first bought the PS5, it didn't have external storage possibilities. So I knew that there was a limited amount of space, so I didn't want to get one that you just downloaded stuff into. Now, the PS5 accepts external storage, so it really doesn't matter which one you get, but I got the disc one, so I pre-ordered the disc. And... I got an email yesterday because I was so excited because today was the day it was supposed to come. And it's not getting to my house until Tuesday. Now, again, I didn't pay anything extra. I'm not jonesing. I got the kids this weekend. I'm not going to play any video games anyway. So it's okay that that I don't have it. But I was just wondering, is that how it works? Like, if you pre-order something, does it, not get, does it ship the day it comes out and then you don't get it until like five days later? Because that seems to me to be... The antithesis of pre-ordering something.
0: Yeah, you know I don't know, I mean? Boomer. I wouldn't order the physical copy. I would get the digital version. You can always, uh, you know, if you want to rearrange your the stuff on your internal drive, you can always delete it and then re- yeah, yeah, I, no, I, I understand it. how the system works. I just oh, didn't okay. want,
1: wh- I mean, I had that on my PS4, and I was just like, you know what, it's all a bunch of clutter, it's all a bunch of stuff, and, and at, least, at least this stuff is tangible, and I, I also have a pretty good system with a couple of my friends where we swap some games, so this is an opportunity for me to do that. And that's why I enjoy the disc version. It's tangible, it's something I can hold on to, I can put it back in, I can reinstall it, it takes a couple of seconds. But the idea that it doesn't get to my house until five days after the game release doesn't seem like a pre pre-order to me it seems like a standard order that i could have done at any point and not done you know three months ago
0: you're absolutely right
1: Uh, i i I don't know if it's an isolated incident because again this is probably the first and only time i'll pre-order anything because my experience isn't that great and it didn't come when i wanted it to come so again what the hell is the point any other game that i did want right away i did download but this is one where i was like you know what what the hell i'll just grab it and get it while i can but uh i am now i i would say frustrated with the whole process i don't think that there's a way that they can make it better it's not changing my life or impacting it in a negative way again i wasn't planning on playing it this weekend anyway but it just seems like it's goofy to me or backwards if you will that this stuff doesn't get to me until tuesday but you're right of course you can instant- i mean listen if i if i had bought the download version i could have started playing it yesterday but uh, it it wasn't that big of a deal to me i just thought it was weird that i pre-ordered it and I'm still not going to get it for five days.
0: Yeah, we have one uh, person here who texted, and he uh, or she said most people picked them up at the store guys the day before. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I understand that there's the option, but the whole point of it was for it to come <laughs> to my house and for me not to have to to leave it. It was it was supposed it was under the ethos of of uh, convenience that I decided to do this, and it has been anything but. Again, it doesn't impact my life in any way, shape, or form. But I thought it was weird, and I didn't know if that was the normal process. If, like, you pre-order a physical copy of something and you order it via an online retailer, does it ship the day that it comes out so you know you're not going to get it a couple days later? Yeah, I, I don't mean,
0: know. in my experience in the times that I've actually gotten a physical disc, it usually comes the same day.
1: Yeah, that's what so. I thought, too. I mean, I've gone to plenty of stores and bought the disc the day However, it comes
0: out. we're in a different time and era now, that's also uh, true? especially with, um, you know, supply chain and all that sort of stuff that might be part of it who knows
1: uh but be warned that sometimes weird things can happen that's for sure but uh i will survive it will not it, are you I, sure I, yes i promise okay i promise morning after with Nikki and bing J. bullet story time next on the x rock <laughs> That's the Beastie Boys. That is Sabotage here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Gather around, kids. It's time for a story courtesy of Big J.
0: Yeah, and this is an insight into my uh, interpersonal relationship and uh, in, uh, in marriage with my wife, Nick. And uh, it's it's fun. Uh, I love my wife. I love our relationship. It's a lot of fun. And here's kind of a small example of that. And uh, the other night... Um, you know, it's, it's early evening. She's on her lunch break. And so she hands me a piece of mail, Nick, and it's a, it's a card from our insurance company. And, uh, I, you know, I hadn't seen this before. I don't, uh, I don't get, I don't usually see any mail. It's usually all opened by her. She gets the mail in the afternoon and, uh, and she's like, Hey, uh, they, they want you to fill this out. Cause you're going to get a gift card. And so here, if you would please select a, and it's a $50 gift card, by the way, uh, would you please select this one? And she points at the apple. So she wants an apple card.
2: Oh, she wants Apple. you to fill it out, but the gift
0: card yes, card's for her. Yes, and, and so I'm like, okay, I don't understand. And I go, I go, well, why do I have to pick the Apple thing? Because it's, to me, it's my interest. She goes, well, you wouldn't, you were throwing this away. And I'm like, that's not necessarily true. And also, as I start to look at this, I'm like, hey, wait a second. Then that's when I start to get uh, ambivalent. I'm like, listen, uh, I understand what this is for now because uh, the, the insurance company sent me this as a gift because I'm using now their prescription service because one of the prescription, I have is in short supply here in the Treasure Valley, though there's not a national crisis for this particular medication, and I need it. And I'm like, hey, listen, I would be more than happy to give you this $50 gift card had you made all these damn phone calls to set this up. But no, I'm going to take this and I'm going to take one of these gift cards and use it for myself because I knew what she was going to use the $50 for a game that she plays on a regular basis. (laughs) Uh, And I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. And so my kid is there. Mason's there watching this whole thing. And then she just goes, she goes, well, I'll just return your Valentine's Day gift. I'm like, wait a second. We have Valentine gifts? I didn't know that this is two days after Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. I'm like, what is my Valentine's Day gift now? Uh, well, I'm going to do one of these uh, kind of things I hate in movies. We're going to go back in time. Uh-huh. So uh, I had put into our Amazon cart something that is on sale, something I have been wanting for a while. Uh, I've been working very hard. And I'm like, I deserve, you know, a little something, something. And, and, um, and so... I had told her, i go, hey, look in the cart and see if, you know, it's not something, if I bought this outright because it's a few hundred bucks, I would get yelled at. But if she buys it, it's a different story. So um, uh, what happened here, basically, she ordered that. She went ahead and bought it. And that's my Valentine's Day present or Father's Day present or whatever, you know. Uh, is this Mason or Kylie? That no, Kylie. This? Okay. And so whatever, whatever present is, you know, and so I was made aware that she bought this and was coming. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll immediately go fill this out then for you to have this Apple card weird what do do you mean weird i was like well i can't argue with that you 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 bought me something very expensive uh for a for president's day might as well be Uh, yeah well it's it's an interesting give and take as long as you're happy yeah and i'm like you know what i'm not going to complain about this 50 dollars that i should be using for myself i'm going to go get this thing for you right now if
1: you were going to grab the gift card what would you have grabbed it for instead
0: uh, you weren't going to get an
1: Apple one, that's for
0: sure. <laughs> no, there was it was there was an Amazon Amazon card there. I probably would have done that. There you go, and that would have knocked this in. So the gift, by the way, is something I've been wanting for a while, and it's a a, uh, a hands on uh, throttle and stick, Nick. This
1: is different than the one that you bought online that ended up not being it, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah that, that that that's not even completely different. That's not that's not the same. This is a very uh, pricey thing that's going to take me months to learn how to use. Congratulations. I hope you're happy.
1: Uh, and it sounds like
0: everybody wins? Question mark. Yeah, I think that's what. See, that's the ultimate uh, a threat. To take take away something I didn't know I had coming uh, ends in a surprise for me and a fifty dollar gift card for her.
1: Now she countered her threat. Your, your threat with her threat is basically what ended up happening. You took away her fifty dollars. She took away your 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 video game fun, and then and then you're like, okay, fine. You can have this, and I'll have my video games. And then we're both happy. Yeah, see? it's the weirdest compromise ever. But I I'm know. glad that you're happy. It sounds like everybody's happy, uh, except for Mason, who uh, I'm still not no. sure what part she played in the story.
0: But I'm glad well, she, she was thought mentioned. it was hilarious. So morning after with
1: Nick and Big J. There's your story time. We got ourselves some important stuff coming up in a few minutes. Really? I think we could agree, Big J. There's there's a pretty big chasm between. I'm having issues falling asleep and full-blown insomnia.
0: Yeah.
1: And anybody who's had insomnia for any reason will certainly tell you it is awful. And you will do anything to try to get some sleep when insomnia is something that said it. As somebody that has had it before, it sucks. I do not recommend it to anybody. And Penn State did a pretty big research uh, study about insomnia and found... Uh, Really, not promising news if you've had it before. Number one, if you've had insomnia before, it's more than likely to come back. Number two, if you get insomnia when you're young, like if you're a teenager and you have issues sleeping, or you're a kid and you have issues sleeping, it's probably going to come back a bunch. Insomnia is not something you really grow out of, per se, it's something that kind of follows you through your life and for whatever reason various ones of course why you can't get to sleep anxiety all that kind of stuff is certainly one of them that it's going to be something that you deal with on a regular basis so it's pretty important to nip it in the bud early or at least talk to somebody get some help with it so that it doesn't follow you throughout there's plenty of different ways that you can get over it sometimes it's just a temporary thing but odds are if you've had full-blown insomnia you know what it is and it's probably not the first time you had it, I guess, is what they're trying to say over there at Penn State. So if you're a parent of a kid that's got sleep issues and you think it might be insomnia, again, there's a difference between insomnia and just not wanting to go to bed. But don't assume it's just going to get better as they get older. It doesn't necessarily always do. And they found out that the study, kids that have insomnia, shows up for a significant portion of their youth and their adult lives. So man, that sucks that it follows you around like that. So, nip it in the butt early, and maybe, just maybe, it won't be a problem for a very long time. Charles Barkley calls Anthony Davis street clothes, Big J, and he is living up to that nickname as he is hurt again. The Lakers forward is going to be out at least four weeks after an MRI showed he had a mid-foot sprain. He was hurt in the Lakers' win over the Jazz this week. Lakers said the doctor will reevaluate the injury in four weeks. Thought he might have been out for two, but now he's out at least a month. Davis missed 17 straight games already this year with a strained MCL in his knee. So we're getting to a point, Big J, where I think if you're a superstar, you may not even end up playing until we get to the playoffs. (laughs) I mean, there's just so much time taken off and so much pointlessness involved in these 82 games that uh, that the playoffs are really all that matters, especially in the NBA. And now with the play-in tournament, I mean, you pretty much have to be just god-awful to not make the playoffs in the NBA, you know? Right. It's kind of like baseball at this point, too, and football, for being perfectly honest. Uh, the idea is to get everybody, as many teams as possible, into that tournament, and then it's anybody's game. And that's probably should be a coaching strategy for everybody involved in the leagues if going forward because... Nobody cares what you do in the regular season as long as you win the final game. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agreed. Uh, nobody cares how the Rams did in the regular season. They, they just care that they won the Super Bowl. Could you tell that's me their record?
0: Uh, 10 and 15. Yeah, see? That, that That's that's that's
1: literally impossible to have that record in football. But yep. uh, it's not something that, that people really are that passionate about. You want your team to just get to the playoffs, and it's all that matters. Well, get ready for some of your favorite things to end. Stranger Things is going to be one of them. Netflix has renewed the show for a fifth season, but the Duffer Brothers, who have created and written every episode of the show, released a statement that said that's going to be it. The fifth season will be the final one for Stranger Things. Of course, season four is just coming out. It was already delayed for several months because of the pandemic. And uh, the Duffer Brothers also announced that the the episodes are going to be longer than any episodes ever. And it's so long that they had to break up the fourth season into two parts, into two volumes, if you will.
0: So they're 48 minutes long. The first
1: volume will air on May 27th, the second on July 1st. Uh, They did uh, thank fans, of course, for being so passionate about it. But they also said that when they created Stranger Things, they had this story arc in mind that was going to wrap it up after four, maybe five seasons. And they have decided that after they've written the episodes, that season five is going to be it. So it's probably a good idea, right? I mean, at some point, these kids start aging up and it starts to get awkward and weird, right? Right. So you probably have to move on. The third season debuted back in 2019, so if you're wondering yourself, man, how long's it been since we've had some new Stranger Things? The answer: three years. So it's been a while.
0: Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Morning
1: after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <coughs> X rocks. We are going to Massachusetts for today's. We're going to Hell story. Big J, listen. Teachers are unappreciated in a lot of places. Uh, Yeah. There are some fantastic teachers that do some fantastic jobs, and there are some that don't really give a rat's ass about anything, uh, as with any profession. But no matter if you're a good teacher or a bad teacher, let me just give you some free advice from somebody that knows nothing about the profession, but I think from the outside looking in, it's good advice, and that would be, uh, don't use the same laptop for home and work.
0: Oh, well, really? Yeah, yeah. i do
1: that. Uh, I know, but you're not a teacher that's putting on presentations to oh, a God. class. Oh, no. Oh,
0: no. And, and
1: that's how things can sometimes get confusing. Because, you know, what you do in the privacy of your own home is your own business. As long as it's legal and you're not hurting anybody.
0: Listen, I get paranoid about that when I'm doing Zooms. Really? You're looking at a lot of stuff on your computer? Yeah. TV? Yeah. <laughs> Especially my personal one. Yeah,
1: I can understand why that would be a thing. Uh, But also, if you're a teacher and you do have to use the same laptop for home and work, it's a really good idea to clear out all things
0: porn-related
1: before using Uh, it in your class.
0: At least close out the tab. Jeez. Uh,
1: That is a hard lesson that one staffer at a Massachusetts high school was apparently just taught after an incident Monday has now placed them on administrative leave. Josh Vidalia is the superintendent of Peabody Public Schools and says on Monday that an employee plugged their laptop into a classroom projector per release. Uh, And I'm not sure if they were trying to teach a World War II lesson or a periodic table or something, but I assure you, whatever the lesson was, that's not what popped up on the screen. Oh, man. Uh, Apparently, there were a series of explicit images from what appeared to be a Google image search that he had done on his own time that had made its way onto the screen projector in the class and so now there's a whole lot of brouhaha about it because of course that's not okay nothing about it is okay but it's something that yes you probably should know and pay attention to and not make sure you bring into class or at least set it up in advance i don't know something something you have to you have to cross your T's and dot your I's in that situation.
0: Man, what a double screw up because it's so embarrassing. A, that you messed up and your probably job and world is upside down. Yes. And then people know what you're into.
1: <laughs> right. Then the king shaming begins,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's you, probably it's going to be like, ew, what's into
1: that? Yeah, I don't know what the Google image search was. I don't know how explicit or strange or weird it was. I can just tell you, it certainly wasn't appropriate for a classroom. Uh, But this is not the first time it happened. It certainly won't be the last. But just a reminder, you know, make sure you cover your bases with this kind of stuff. Please and thank you. Because, I mean, that's that's infamous kind of stuff, you know? I mean, if that were to happen to me in high school, I can't imagine me not telling that story in some way, shape, or form. You know? That's stuff that's forever implanted in your head. Forever unclean. Yeah, yeah, you'll never get it out. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your going to hell story. It is the X Rock. <coughs> Foo Fighters, learn to fly here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Of course, everywhere you look, there's people talking to you about cryptocurrency. There's people talking to you about NFTs, Big J. NFT. But I feel like the one thing that is really the return on your investment is high right now is. Memorabilia collecting—you understand? Yeah. Be it video games or something else. It is crazy how much these things are going for at auction right now. That's actual money that you can spend. But I also, you know, wonder how far people are willing to go. And the answer is, I guess, as far as you'll let them. Because there is a item up for bid this weekend that is interesting to me, and uh, the Hello? fact that they're looking for about $50,000 for this thing is crazy, but it's uh, it's a cigar that Michael Jordan smoked in 2021. Partially smoked cigar that Michael Jordan smoked last year. Damn. Apparently he was at the Arizona Biltmore Resort and he was hanging out having to get uh, a cigar at the pool and a fan came up to him and asked him for a picture. He said yes took a picture with the cigar in, and then the fan said, hey, do you mind if I have another one without the cigar? And he said, sure. And then he took another picture, put the cigar down, and then walked away. And so this fan was like, sweet, and grabbed the Michael Jordan cigar, and now they're putting it up for auction, uh, and it's going to start at $500. Oh, but they think this thing could go up to fifty grand, which is
0: crazy. Yeah, it's also uh, the next time somebody asks to take a picture with Michael Jordan, he's gonna be like, bleep you. (laughs) Right. Like, this guy is the worst. I, I, forget about the whole story about how uh, the cigar is worth this much. This guy is the problem and the reason why athletes and these folks don't want to do this sort of stuff is because not only was he gracious enough, sure I'll take a picture with you. Then he demands another picture without the cigar, and then he nabs the cigar when Michael Jordan is fed up with being around this person and tired of him uh, interacting with him, and then he profits from that as well.
1: Yeah, that's exactly the situation I was thinking of. I was like, what's what's unmentioned here. Is- is the fact that he walked away from something he was enjoying just so he didn't have to be around this guy anymore, and now this dude's going to profit from
0: that. And he clearly was planning on selling this picture, anyways. Uh, well, or, the picture or, is,
1: yeah, it has nothing to do with it. The I picture mean, was for but, him. Because
0: why would you be like, can I get a picture without the cigar? I don't know. Like, that seems a little sus to me, and that's probably why he's like, I'm done here, and uh, I'm leaving this area.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what happened, and now it's going <laughs> to make this dude some money which is
0: you know you should follow Michael Jordan into the bathroom wait why I don't know I was going to say something disgusting and I was going to say try to capture his poo and then sell that well I'm certainly glad you didn't say that morning after with Nick and Big J
1: (laughs) coming up in a few minutes some important stuff plus your pop culture
0: smackdown after with Nick and Big J
1: Probably not surprising that uh, your smartphone can tell you a lot about you as a person. What kind of stuff you like, what kind of things you're into. It can also tell you a lot about your personality. (laughs) Oh, yeah? For instance, the University of Bath found out that uh, thanks to putting together 75 different studies, that they released a statistical model that basically lets you know how big of a piece of garbage you are by how much you're on your cell phone. Uh, they say that if you use your cell phone, on average, if you touch it any more than four times per hour, that is to sit it down and then pick it up, regardless if it's for work, if it's for play, if it's for boredom, whatever. Odds are, you're probably not a lot of fun to be around. Like I guess
0: uh, it goes for both of us.
1: <laughs> yes, certainly. It certainly does. Uh, And so it, it may not sound like it's that great of a deal, but the idea is you can't just sit there and concentrate on something without having to pick up your phone, especially one of the other red flags they found. If you're somebody that's on their phone a lot while you're watching something on TV, if you're on your phone a lot when you're around your significant other, if you are on your phone a lot around other people, you don't like being around other people and odds are they don't like being around you. They found out that that study was accurate about 87% of the time when uh, asked about the other person's personality, the other people knowing that there wasn't any consequences were like, yeah, you know what? They're in their phone a bit too much. It's not great to be around them. Can't have a dinner without them looking at their phone. Can't watch TV show without them staring at their phone. And that can certainly be frustrating, I suppose. If you're in that particular company and you want to spend time with somebody and they're more interested in their phone, you can understand the frustration, right?
0: Yeah, Absolutely.
1: So uh, it's supposed to be used as a way for maybe you, if you don't want to be seen as a piece of garbage around other people, to change your ways. How about maybe stick to research and baths, University of Bath? Yeah, that's not, that's not what they study. That's a city, though. Oh. The NBA will honor its 75th anniversary team during the All-Star Game on Sunday, just as they did for the 50th anniversary team. The All-Star Game is being played in Cleveland, where the teams drafted by LeBron James and Kevin Durant will face off against each other, and they're going to celebrate some of the history of the NBA during the process. Yeah, that's par- also part of this. what makes this weekend so bleak in the world of sports is, yeah, no spring training to talk about. Sure, hockey's going on. The Olympics are happening, if you're into that. But the NBA's in the All-Star break, too, so not a lot happening, unless you want to watch the All-Star Game, which I suppose you can If you are a fan of Atlanta on FX, know that uh, Donald Glover has said the comedy will end after Season 4. He was at the uh, the TCA panel and was talking a little bit about the future of the series. And he said, to be honest, I wanted to end it after Season 2. Death is natural. When the conditions are right for something, they happen. When the conditions aren't right, they don't happen. Then things start to get weird. And so they decided that they wanted to do season three and season four and film them at the same time and now officially as far as the show creatively is concerned it's all wrapped up we just have to wait for the episodes to air season three will premiere march 24th on fx season four will premiere sometime next year but that will do it for atlanta which of course won a bunch of awards it's actually a very good show it's funny it's awesome donald glover's great we've had people on the show on this show before so if you haven't checked it out, maybe you should watch the first two seasons. They're available on Hulu if you subscribe. Never to watched
0: that. it, but Donald Glover's pretty awesome.
1: Donald Glover's great. Uh, we've had uh, Brian Terry on the show. He's fantastic in it. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield's amazing. It's, it's a really good show and very different and cool. And I'm glad that it's coming back, but sad that it's ending. But Big J, all things must end. Agree or disagree?
0: Yeah, except for the sun. That's right. Well, we're hoping anyway. <laughs> Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh man, we've got you set up here with some tickets. Uh, of course, our free act show we've been talking about is happening on Monday. It's President's Day. Uh, Dead Sarah going to be at the Knitting Factory. We also have Silent Theory, Ghost Box, Crush the Monster. You need to pick these tickets up by 4 o'clock today. Uh, also, tickets to Mammoth, Wolfgang, Van Halen, and Dirty Honey. That show is on Tuesday at the Rev Center. So we'll get you those as well. Uh, You just need to beat me Pop Culture Smackdown. It's a nice little prize package. If you got what it takes, get on the phone. 208-287-1003.
1: We'll play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. And hopefully somebody will win some tickets. Hello, The X. Hi. Hi, good morning. What's your name? Ronnie. All right, Ronnie, you're up first. Ronnie, Lily James and Sebastian Stan star as what rock and roll couple from the 90s that has their own TV series now on Hulu?
3: Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee
1: Jones. Right. Perfect. Not Tommy Lee Jones. That would be quite the match. Tom, Tommy Lee. Sorry. I <laughs> might watch that show before I watch Pam <laughs> and Tommy, to be honest. Big J, Johnny Depp played this real-life author in the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, C. Thomas Hunter? Or, uh... Oh, wrong! I don't man. know who C. Thomas Hunter is. C. Thomas Howell Hunter? I think you're... you're are you confused? Uh, there is an actor named C. Thomas Howell. Yes, yeah, uh... But he never wrote a book. Hunter S. Thompson. There you go. Right. You got there eventually. But unfortunately, we have to take your first seat comments out of time. Listen, we don't let you That's correct yourself. That's who I meant.
0: Well, I don't care who you mean. I cut he breaks t- to the listeners all the time.
1: This is garbage. Uh, we'll let Ronnie decide. Ronnie, will you give Big J that answer correct?
3: I'd give it to her. No, oh, don't wow. do it nope. because
0: you mu- You might. Mu- that's when you end up not winning the tickets and then I feel like a piece of garbage instead of just Nick being the piece of garbage, okay? <laughs> I'm not a piece of garbage. <laughs> you yeah, gave you me are. a totally
1: different You're man. you human piece of garbage. You gave me a totally different dude. See, Thomas Howell is not Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Listen, we're giving her the tickets. I already said it. Fine. So be it, Ronnie. Congratulations. Hang on one second. You will go check out Dead Sarah and you will go to Dirty Honey and Wolfgang Van Halen. Hunter
0: Thompson-ish.
1: Hunter S. Thompson. Not C. Thomas Howell. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. We will talk lounge at the end of the universe next on the x (laughs) Rocks. Also, Chains, that is Wood here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We keep telling you there's always something happening at the Lounge at the end of the universe. And once again, this weekend is chock full of really cool things. And we're going to talk about a whole bunch of them. As Jen Adams is in studio once again this morning from the Lounge at the end of the universe. Good morning, Jen. Good morning. Is it
0: chock
3: full or chalk full? I don't know. Uh, That's I, I'm a just great saying chalk observation. Full, okay, because okay. it sounded like you put an L in it and I think it's chalk. I could chalk. have. Yeah, okay. chock full, right? He is yes. from
0: Wisconsin. Yeah, that could be a oh, that, Wisconsin yep. thing.
3: There it is. Could okay, be that chunk, explains everything. Uh, that's all right. Uh, uh, in New York, sometimes people don't say T's in words. Like, it's not a bottle; it's a bottle.
1: A bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We all have our interior. You know, the fun thing about languages, we can make it up as we go along. I think. That's <laughs> that's what do. we're doing. Uh, but Jen, you've got a whole bunch of stuff happening at the lounge this weekend. Inform our listeners what the cool stuff is. Please. Yeah.
3: So, uh, as a lot of people already know, we have two performance rooms, and uh, sometimes they're running simultaneous and then other times you can go up and down the stairs and see all kinds of stuff. So uh, I guess we're kind of going backwards. Uh, we're going to start with uh, just the later show that's going on because it's a show that I'm producing um, and it's called the Yum Yum Variety Hour. Uh, it is very vaudeville based, so it's like an old timey variety show, but with modern acts in it. And uh, the acts that we have this week are uh, really awesome. We've got the band uh, Guardians of Virginity. They're amazing. Uh, if you've never seen them, they're super theatrical, kind of like the darkness. Uh, so. Uh-huh. Oh. lots and lots of fun uh, then we um, have one of uh, Robert's uh, improv groups he's going to talk about because he's also got some improv shows going on but they're doing a spot in our show and it's the musical improv and they're called D's Notes love it uh, yep me too and then uh, we've got comedian Sarah Raffaella uh, and of course our um, very uh, kind of vulgar puppets so uh, it's a really fun show it is totally inappropriate uh, so if that's kind of your jam then you should come for sure We've uh, we've we've got puppets doing and saying things they probably shouldn't, which if you were a fan of the Muppets growing up, makes it Extra extra fun because God, it's all the old things perverts. you ever thought of. Yeah, and uh, and Sunday we've got our tea and tarot bazaar, which is once a month. So um, so you should come for that as well. We got forty different vendors, all different uh, local makers. You can buy like handmade candles and uh, you know oils and different things like that. There's tarot readers and Tibetan singing bowls and people that'll realign your chakras uh, or something like that. I'm, but but regardless, <laughs> really fun stuff to buy. Oh, and people that make chocolates that I need to stay away from that table. Do you for see- sure. Chocolates? Chocolates. No, okay, okay. Yes, chocolates. <laughs> All right. That's Comedy a callback. Comedy bone, right. it's that's for it. you. Uh, yeah, um, and then, of course, um, you're getting ready for the pun slam that's coming up, uh, but that's that's the following week. So, uh, loungeboise.com for tickets. If you come to James's show, which you'll hear from him in a minute, um, awesome comedian that we've brought in from New York, uh, you can stay for the Yum Yum show afterwards because it directly follows that show. So, you get a twofer.
1: You love doing that. You love and it. And it's I mean, not
3: even Tuesday. I know
1: it's great. That's why there's always. It's always cool to just pop by the lounge because there's so many cool things happening there from time to time. But let's talk about one of the events that's happening. Uh, do we want to go to Robert or we want to go to James? What I, do you think?
3: W- whatever you're feeling.
1: All right, uh, Robert. If you don't mind, let's let's wrap it up with you yeah. real quick. We'll wrap it up. Oh with James. yeah, yeah. I'm
2: the boring one. No,
1: not at all. <laughs> yeah. You're great. We just love talking improv with you because you have what four different shows happening? Four different shows. And they're all tonight?
2: They're all tonight. You're a machine. You want to hear about all of them? I do. Please. 8 o'clock is the uh, first episode of the Octopus Challenge, which is American (laughs) Idol Improv meets Squid Game. Uh, oh, yeah. There oh. may or may not be firearms involved. <laughs> You'll have to come find out. Uh, 9 o'clock is Instant Script, the one-act improvised play where the audience writes some of the dialogue. 9.30 is D's Notes, as we mentioned, which is an improvised musical group. They'll be doing a VH1 Storytellers parody. Uh, I found some of the members of the troupe don't know what that is, so I had to, <laughs> I had to show them. Oh, no. The Foo Fighters doing uh, VH1 Storytellers. That was fun. And then um, 10 o'clock is Tinfoil, The Ball Strikes Back, doing The Slacker. Which is a form that they've never done in front of an audience before. So there's a whole lot oh, of nice. daredevil tightrope walking, might fail, come watch us crash and burn or not to <laughs> tonight's show. That's what improv is all about, right? Living the line.
1: And you do a pretty good job of of not crashing and burning, may I say? So our hit
2: percentage is pretty good.
1: Yes, it's absolutely. Pretty good. And audience interaction is key. So if you're planning on going, plan on you know giving a little bit because it helps out the show, right?
2: Yeah. There's some uh, audience suggestions. I mean, improv's driven by we're making this up we're going to show you we're making it up because we're going to take our our suggestion from you and then build a world based on what you said uh long form's a little less so we might get the name of the band for these notes for example uh tinfoil runs off of like one word most of the time, um, but yeah, we totally feed off that audience interaction. I mean, sometimes it's an entire conversation between us and the audience for the entire 30 <laughs> minutes. So that's how I did that James Bond history a few weeks ago. But it was impressive, yeah.
1: and uh, and that's why it's fun. You can go to loungeboise.com for all the ticket information. I know it's like picking a favorite kid, but do you have a favorite style of improv? Uh, I,
2: I My bread and butter is genre work, so okay. anytime you tell me, my favorite form is called the movie. Uh, which is like you call camera angles on stage. So I like to get a style of movie and then, or any genre. So the improvised Shakespeare is cool. Uh, when we do improvised musical stuff, I like to get into different genres of music. But me, it's the theater and film styles, being able to parody other people's styles. That's cool. always fun for me. I love it.
1: I love it. And it's uh, all happening tonight at the Lounge at the end of the universe, LoungeBoise.com. And uh, Jen had mentioned a fantastic comedian that is in town all weekend did <laughs> a show last night. Two more coming up, one tonight, one tomorrow at the Lounge. His name is James Camacho, and he's also in studio. Good morning, man.
4: Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Good hey, to be yeah. in Boise.
1: Yeah, good to have you here. Yeah. Thank you very much for getting up stupid early and coming on our Goofy Morning Show. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, you have been doing this for a while, the stand-up stuff. Is New York a tough place to kind of get... You know your footing in stand-up, or is it the best place to
4: do? No, work? it's it's the best, but the worst okay. at the same time. So it's good in the sense like you can get a bunch of stage time. It's the best clubs, and there's so much competition. Like if you work at it, you will get great. But it's brutal in the sense like no one cares. There's too many people. <laughs> Every open mic you get 13 seconds. You really go hi, uh, bye. Like that's it, right. and no one cares. You gotta pay for all your stage time in the beginning so (laughs) before you even start making money like you're already in a hole like about like a million dollars from doing open mics for like three four years so but it's like boot camp you know but you got to pay for the boot camp it's like i guess (laughs) uh when your parents think you're you got a problem they'll send you to like this million dollar camp to make you turn you into a better kid yeah but it's like it's uh it's it's tough and rough but then you may look back at it like 10 years like i'm glad i went to that because now i'm like a yeah. I'm not on crack or anything yeah.
0: and to keep doing that and not being successful yeah. you have to be a lunatic
4: right yeah 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 I
0: mean just the, the how hard it is and how you know just going through that so um it, it's got to make you a really a better comedian going through all that right oh
4: absolutely it's just because one it's like you know you're getting constant stage time which is you just need the reps and then you're you're following people that are also Psychopath working hard. I mean, everyone goes to New York to live a dream, so everyone's like, "This is all I got." Yeah. So you're competing with that, you know. I think sometimes, like, In uh, like I don't know. I grew up in Jersey. A lot of people there are chilling, drinking beers. You know, not really focusing or writing. They're getting up there riffing or trying to make their friends laugh. It's like everyone's got like all this self-expression. And there's oozing, just oozing, <laughs> like, this is who I am, listen to me, you know, this is
1: my dream, come on! Yeah, I mean, you know, but it's also a, a great place to get started, there's lots of different opportunities for you to go to a lot of places, so I'm yeah. sure you're glad you kind of, you, you made your mark there, and of course now you're here this weekend doing a couple of shows, one tonight at 7, one tomorrow night, mm. as well at the Lounge at the End of the Universe, and, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, because I love the idea behind it, is your podcast, it's a great, cool thing oh, that thanks. you're doing, could you tell a little bit about us, and, 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 and tell the people? about why what makes it so cool and different
4: so it's fun i have so you're talking about the high school podcast okay great um so i have actually a two podcasts now but so the high school podcast is called i'm just a kid the the premise is essentially i have people on from all different walks of life um i have a lot of comedians on but i try to get actors um radio people uh, you know anyone and i just interview them about their experience in high school to see kind of like in the most um easy to explain level like were you a a jock or a nerd Were you did you do you know were you a vampire you know (laughs) like what kind of kid were you and then you try to see like um how it shaped them like today and if they'd go back and change anything um i have realized like um what you can learn a lot about someone from um their experience in high school and i also could just like i like feeling nostalgic because then we start talking about like lunchroom stuff yeah. and like yeah. parties and getting like busted by the cops but yeah. like not it doesn't even matter now because you're <laughs> under 18 so i like doing it for that reason um i've been a little bit um inconsistent with it because it's uh i need to hire a booker <laughs> i don't want i just want to do the interviews i don't want to sure. do anything to right. yeah, anything no, no, else Getting stuff. people um so yeah if you want to listen to it i'm just a good podcast i actually have a new episode coming out um on a, uh, monday i usually put them out monday so yeah, and then my, my my goal for the podcast when I start was like maybe one day it'll get big enough where I have like a guy like uh, Kevin Hart on, and he's talking about yeah, I'm in high school, yeah, I got wedgies and swirlies, and I'm like eh, <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, look at this. yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. really
4: cool, man. I love the
1: idea behind it. It's really cool. The episodes that I've heard, I like very very much. So thank very you, thank job. you.
4: Oh, That means a lot. That really. And means.
1: you know, Kevin Hart's a dude that you worked with too, so that's a possibility. I mean, you're on the network, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, yeah. That can was totally a-
4: planned segue. <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally planned. Not, not didn't fall into that we, one.
0: We podcast the show every day and he'll hear that
1: yeah
4: see Yeah. <laughs> I, that's
1: how it'll work maybe yeah but I mean yeah. you know you also you, you have done acting <laughs> that is something that you've transitioned to as well you've yeah. done some movies you've done some music videos some TV yeah, man. yeah is, awesome. that, is that a cool part about the gig as well
4: oh yeah I think it's it's, it's fun too because I do stand up all the time so when it's it's nice it's nice to do something different and a- I'm not, I don't want to be this guy but uh, acting and like commercial acting especially it's like it's easier in the sense where it's like you know a lot of stuff I do is, like, co-starring roles or, or like, one-day things. So I just go in there. I get treated like a king with the trailer and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then I leave with a bunch of money. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> um, so I love it for that. And, like, like I said, it's, like, you know, it's all unionized. So they, they have to treat you nice, give you a trailer, rub your feet. And give you food, <laughs> and then we do comedy. It's the complete opposite. It's like it's not unionized. It pays terrible, and like the Gotta get up won't.
1: and do stupid morning shows, all right. that Stuff. No,
4: I like I like to, like <laughs> if I was, I'd be in the hotel room doing nothing. So this is what uh, was
0: your foot in the door moment to get into doing the acting stuff?
4: So there's a thing called background acting when you start doing acting. It basically anyone can apply for it, which which is not good because you get some weirdos <laughs> out there. But you 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 um. You basically sign up to be an extra on set. So, like, so like let's say, if people were filming us now and you wanted to see that like, there's an audience here, then the audience would be the background. Gotcha. And they get paid like horrible money. Like, non union, you get paid like 150 bucks for like 12 hours. Like, it's horrific. And I did it because, you know, it was a foot in the door. I didn't want to work a regular job. I wanted to do something that was like in show business and make some money and to get free food, which is good. <laughs> um, But I did that, and here's the thing. So, you can do that, and if you get lucky, you can get SAG vouchers, which means, like, they'll work you as a union uh, guy for a day if they think you have, like, a look that or something. Like, um, so, I got pulled out a couple times to do SAG work, and once you do enough SAG work, then you have to join. Okay. So, once I became SAG, I feel like it was easier for um, the agents, my agents and managers, to kind of put me in the stuff. And then... Yeah, just taking non-union work that didn't really pay, but like got enough screen time where you can build the reel. So foot in the door moment. Um, I don't know. Like I recently did a, like a small role on a TV show, and I was I'm hoping that will like open up things. It was, it was on CBS, and they yeah, kind of reuse the same actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they reuse the same actors all the time. But I think this is just fun. Like I, I kind of just like shimmied my foot in the door in terms of like I just did background work for like years and then i got my vouchers got my sag and now like now like i don't have to do it anymore in a sense hustle I mean? awesome, yeah. man right yeah, yeah yeah that's
1: what it was
0: I think, yeah. I think a lot of people Oh he's a comedian He's also an actor I mean and that's not Always the case <laughs> Just so. throw it in there <laughs> yeah, Actor too
4: Let's just throw that <laughs> Profession on So many actors are like It's not that easy like, What are you talking about
1: Right uh, But I tell you what You are hilarious And you can check it out Tonight at Lounge At the End of the Universe Grab your tickets there Loungeboise.com If you want to check out James Camacho Who is fantastic At what he does And thank you man For getting up early And coming in here man We appreciate it I
4: appreciate you guys I hope to uh, see everyone At the show tonight It's going to be a great time If thank they you. do
1: want to find Your podcasts and follow you on social media what's the best place to do
4: that i'm just a kid podcast um it's everywhere spotify itunes apple soundcloud if you type it in google they'll come up you can follow me on all social media platforms instagram tiktok twitter at kamach bro that's c-a-m-a-c-h-b-r-o i made it in college and just you never know, wanted to change it after um, but yeah I, every day I post like a like a stand up clip I tweet a joke um, on TikTok I always like so it's always content if you follow me you're gonna get content every single day YouTube also I'm gonna put a new podcast I have up there and then probably uh, more just exclusive stand up content so if you want content um, something to laugh look at, laugh at every day for like take you out of your um, your job or whatever for a minute uh, follow me all the stuff. I tell
1: you what, yeah. as somebody that has borderline O C D your Instagram is beautiful, by the way. I mean it's like yeah. all formatted yeah. and I'm like, ooh, I like it. It's, it's visually nice.
4: It's it's a blessing and a curse too, because now it's like now like oh I have a video to post. Oh god, I gotta post a tweet now. Like <laughs> <laughs> I have to find a tweet because I get OCD about it too. It's yeah. very yeah. It's great. It's great. I appreciate so, that. Of
1: course. Thanks for coming in, James. We appreciate it, man. Check out all the stuff coming up at loungeboise.com. That's where you can grab your tickets to have a fantastic weekend. Lots of stuff happening. And thanks, Jen. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it very much. Thank you.
4: On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and their indoor-outdoor used car super sale happening all Presidents Day weekend long through Monday at the Caldwell Events Center. They're going to have all their new Mazdas and their pre-owned vehicles out there inside and outside with great deals. $1,000 Visa gift card included with a purchase. You can trade in your vehicle there for 100% of book value or $2,000 straight up if it's a clunker. 1.99% financing up to 84 months and zero cash down. No payments until May going on this weekend. Caldwell Event Center, indoor-outdoor used car super sale from team and big j will be out there uh tomorrow from 2 to 4 p.m your chance to grab some dead sarah tickets last chance style if you need them and grab a vehicle as well headlines are as follows a little help please okay cool and any volunteers any volunteers would you be willing to live like a prisoner for a day or two or four big j
0: no for what
1: well the city of zurich over there in switzerland is opening up a brand new prison state-of-the-art facility i mean it is top-notch but they want to give it an old trial run before they put you know real actual criminals inside and so they were looking for volunteers for people to try out this prison Hmm. and you would think who would want to sign up for that the answer was Hundreds of people jumped at the opportunity to check out being a prisoner in what they were calling probably a uh, open house scenario, but they also, some of the people were in there for three, four
0: days. Is our goal to try to break out?
1: Uh, I believe their goal was to just kind of have people get trained, wow. like the guards, the new people there, but I, I imagine that probably was part of the conversation.
0: Hey, you get to come and hang out in the jail and pretend or or just actually throw your feces at the guards. Is, do you think that's what happens in jail? Yeah. Prison? All the time, right? They, I mean, all the time seems aggressive.
1: I'm sure it's happened, but to think like, well, I mean, that, I've only that had... That
0: explains to hundreds of people that signed only, up.
1: I've only had four wads of poop thrown at me today. Yeah, not I a get to Friday. mistreat
0: prison guards.
1: Yay! The selected volunteers have to live locally. They had to be at least 18 years old, and they are in store for an experience that borders on reality. It's going to happen at the end of this month. Basically, they want to give a pre-trial detention and jail service pre-run before they open up the facility to inmates. Uh, They are willing to house up to 124 people, and they have 117 places for people to stay, and they plan on filling it all up for the trial run. So there's that. It's like scared straight. It just says volunteers, by the way. It doesn't say anything about them getting paid or anything for it. They just wanted to volunteer to be locked up for a couple of days. So there's that. They had prison food? I guess they have to feed them, right? You can't just stock yeah. somebody up for four days. You get to work out for free in the yard. Probably. little help, please, or okay, cool? <laughs>
0: okay, cool.
1: A woman in the UK legally changed her name from Marie Nasbitt to Unicorn Sparkles. Big J, she did so. a unicorn. Back in 2019, and she says the name change came when she realized she wasn't happy with her whole look, so she decided, you know what? Why didn't I leave this Marie person in the dark and start putting some color into my wardrobe and color into my life with my name, Unicorn Sparkles. Because she realized after watching a Netflix series that nothing in her life, quote, sparked joy in her life. So at the time of her change, her husband said, well, listen, I mean, does this mean me too? But she's like, no, no. It's more along the lines of the things that I surround myself with, you know, just like colors and lifestyle changes. But he did fully support her and told her to do whatever makes her happy. And she says that her husband and her two kids are in full support of her new name. And it's pretty easy to go into life when you're you're as happy as unicorn sparkles always is. I imagine you have to live up to a name like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like Big J. You have to live up to that name. You have created this thing, and now you have to live up to it. Got to be nice to people all the time. Big J, unicorn sparkles, hand in hand. (laughs) Wrap it up with little help, please. Police in Florida are looking for a woman who walked out of a Walmart store with two TVs and a sound bar without paying, but here's the catcher. She even had the gall to ask an employee for help loading them into her car. Surveillance footage shows the shoplifter wheeling her full shopping cart right out the front door. At one point, an employee tries to keep her from leaving, but instead of stopping, she reportedly told the employee, you know what? Why don't you help me load these up? She then walked <laughs> out like, to the parking lot and loaded in her car and drove away. No, he was trying oh. to contact the police. She, he knew he, she was stealing, but she still ran out the front door anyway. But he did. she didn't ask for help, but it didn't end up working out. Now she's wanted by the police. She didn't get away, though, so there's that. Wow,
0: she could also claim, hey, I thought this was one of those, you just go and scan and walk out. Right. I did my part. You do yours. Why are you assing me (laughs) trying to get out of here? I thought this is how this is supposed to work.
1: But she actually stole them. So there's that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Some bad impressions next on the x ride.
0: Big J on 100.3, the X. Yep, Monday is President's Day. It's also... Free X-Show Day. Dead Sarah going to be here at the Knitting Factory with Silent Theory, Ghost Box, Crush the Monster. It's going to be a fantastic show. It is free. Uh, We will get you your tickets here right now. You need to come pick these up by 4 o'clock today. We're closed officially on Monday. But, uh, yeah, got to figure out Bad Impressions here.
1: 208-287-1003 is our phone number. Bad Impressions works like this. Big j has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in Three Clues or Less, then you got to show you're going to on Monday. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. You're up first. Good luck
0: to you. Time to put the magic back in Mike.
3: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, perhaps Ken and Tatum?
0: Yeah, there you go. Oh,
1: right off the bat. Good job, man. man. Hang on one second. We'll get those Dead Sarah tickets coming your way. What were Clues
0: 2 and 3 just for fun? Uh, yes, I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies because I didn't get to star as Gambit. I've started movies franchises like Magic Mike, 21 Jump Street, and GI Joe. And why is Channing Tatum in the news? Real American hero. He almost didn't do uh, Iron Mike Three, which is on the Iron way. Iron Mike Three. I mean, I'm sorry, Magic Mike Three. Uh, he recently revealed to Kelly Clarkson during her TV show the role requires such a strict diet and exercise regime. Oh, that's why he didn't yeah, want to do it. well, it's look—it's hard to look like that. He says, even if you do work out, to be in that kind of shape is not natural. You have to starve yourself. I don't think when you're that lean, it's actually healthy. He added that it involves working out twice a day and eating completely right at a certain time. So discipline. Yeah.
1: It makes sense. I mean, listen, he's walking around on a gigantic screen, uh, almost 80% naked most of the time. So you probably want to be in the best shape you're possibly in. The ladies
0: want to see that V cut. And so So.
1: I'm guessing it probably isn't the greatest thing, but I I guess he's okay with it because he made the movie. Or are they still making it? Did he just start
0: it? I I think that they've made the movie. It's already Uh, in the can,
1: as it were. Well, uh, good for you. Good for everybody. Good for Channing Tatum. And thank God he made... Magic Mike 3, right? For the ladies. That's right. Some dudes like it, too. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Roy. That is Jack White that is taking me back. Wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Friday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Special thank you to James Camacho for popping by. Jen Robert from Lounge at the End of the Universe. Also swinging by for all the cool things happening this weekend at Lounge Boise. Maybe check out the website, loungeboise.com. We also had a chance to talk about my biffing of pre-ordering a video game and even why you need to make sure you grab anything a celebrity touches because it could cost you tens of thousands of dollars if you don't do that. What they leave behind, you pick up. Even their garbage, Big J, is worth money. You understand? Yeah. In their their poop, probably. (laughs) We're always back to poop with you for some reason today. Yep. A reminder, Big J gonna be out and about tomorrow, two to four PM at Team Mazda's offsite sale. That's at the Caldwell Event Center, the O'Connor Fieldhouse, for their President's Day indoor outdoor outdoor sale. So make sure you check that out, especially if you want those Dead Sarah tickets. He'll be out there tomorrow, two to four PM with the X and Team Mazda. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J.
0: Yeah, I don't if you wanna enjoy uh, something fun, uh, and uh, maybe you're a fan of the 80s action movies, etc., former guest of the morning after Dolph Lundgren. Uh, he is uh doing an Old Spice ad campaign where uh y- y- basically it's a deep fake of Dolph Lundgren but it's his voice and uh it's it's ridiculous like some of this stuff it's a typical Old Spice commercial but uh it's pretty damn funny. Check they like out. to weird it up. Do you use Old Spice products? No. How come? Uh well I I it really for I did I tried but it would give me like a really weird rash and I would itch. <laughs> And most deodorants are, for some reason, I have that effect with, and so I don't have that with the one I use. Wonderful. So there you go. But at least you're using deodorant. And now you know, yeah. everybody. Now you know I do use you deodorant. You think your
1: Old Spice rash could end up in a commercial?
0: Maybe a fake of that sometime? Uh, hopefully.
1: Maybe Dolph Lundgren can voice the Old Spice rash that you get in your armpit.
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure there's one. Uh, there's already one that they're doing that
1: well i hope you're getting paid no morning after with nick and big j that'll do it for us jason drew's up here next you guys have a good one it's the x (laughs) rocks the morning after podcast brought to you by idaho advocates you didn't deserve to be in an accident but you do deserve an advocate make sure you hit them up on their website idahoadvocates.com